You Can Mentor is a podcast about the power of building relationships with kids from hard places in the name of Jesus. Every episode will help you overcome common mentoring obstacles and give you the confidence you need to invest in the lives of others. You Can Mentor. Hey mentors, just a reminder about the You Can Mentor book. It's titled You Can Mentor, How to Impact Your Community, Fulfill the Great Commission and Break Generational Curses. The whole point of this book is to equip and encourage mentors with new tools and ideas on how to make the most of their mentor-mentee relationship. If you're a mentor, hey, go pick it up. And if you're a mentoring organization, pick some up for all of your mentors. If you would like to order mass copies, like more than 20, send an email to me, zach at youcanmentor.com, and we will get you guys a special price. But go and pick up that book. It's good. You can mentor. Welcome, You Can Mentor listeners. This is John, and I'm so excited today to be able to have a special episode of Unsung Heroes with my friend, artist Gabriel Prusmack. Gabriel, right welcome. How are you? Good. Doing great, doing great. Now, what, this Very is really awesome. cool. We should tell our listeners that right now, this is a special time because you are making dinner. Yeah. Well, my daughter's making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> kind of guiding. I love it. So, you guys are going to enjoy some community right now as you guys get supper going, and we're just going to talk. And I'm so Perfect. thankful that you agreed to, to sit down with me, even though I'm sitting down, you're standing at the stove. I'm but, fine with that. This is so, so special. Gabriel, I've known you for a few years now. I think we had a mutual friend who introduced us. Oh, that's right. Because uh, of skateboarding. Johnny? What is it? What's his name? John? His name's Johnny, right? I think so. I think he's a, a fellow Galvestonian. Is that not right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. I knew a couple people. We knew a couple people that we didn't realize we knew. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. He kind of gave me your number or gave you my number. I can't remember actually how that got all set up. And we just started talking. It happened. It happened. Yeah, that was like, I think, what, like 10 years ago? Well, not not quite. I don't or think that far. Ago? But I'm going to say about seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. It's been I'm a full seven years. <laughs> so this is what's cool, Gabriel. Some people are going to say, man, who is this guy? I don't even know. I don't even know why we would, why we would talk to Gabriel Pussmack. Well, this is what I would say to those people is that if you've ever driven from Houston into Galveston, we have yeah. seen your handiwork. Because it is on either side of that bridge on the way into Galveston <laughs> Island. And how long has it been that you painted that mural, mural there? It's been five years now since I painted it, yeah. Right. And again, I can't go anywhere probably on the island without seeing your, your work. Have you got any idea of how, how many murals at this point you've got up in the At island? least a hundred. Goodness. I mean, some of them you can see and some of them you can't see. A lot of them you can't see. Oh, that's right. So, Gabriel, not only do Private. you... Do private work for yeah, you do public murals, but you also do studio works and you also do commissions as well. Oh yeah, all the time. I'm doing basically the private work is usually the commissions gotcha. um, that I'm doing for people anywhere, B and B's or or just just making paintings and hanging them on the walls, you know. So let's go back. Let's go. Let's go back before you were Gabriel, the the really proficient muralist and artist before you got all this work and before you really even, maybe before you even kind of got your style, what, what was it 
you know, and what, how, how old were you when you really thought that and kind of found art and knew that this is going to be something that you wanted to maybe obviously um, didn't think it was a career, but you started to love it. I kind of, I started loving it when I was, I mean, six, seven years old, my brothers would draw a lot. My grandma was an artist. I just, I thought it was the most freeing thing to do. I mean, nobody was telling me how to do it or they kind of told me how to do it, but it didn't really matter. It wasn't, it wasn't being graded. It was just something that I knew. Well, I don't have anything to do. I want to draw. I want to paint. I want to, I'm going to do that. And it doesn't matter what I draw or paint. It doesn't, I look back at some stuff that I furthest back didn't care what I was drawing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I knew I was going to do it for the rest of my life. I didn't know I was going to do it for a living, but I really, I just enjoyed it. It's still the same. I enjoy it. If I mess up or do something weird, it just kind of doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I grew up skateboarding. You grew up skateboarding, surfing? Yeah, skating right? and surfing. Yeah. Okay. Much so I was very much influenced by some artists, Vincent Johnson, <laughs> Phillips from Santa Cruz, like Looking cool. at skateboard art was really kind of it for me. What was your inspiration early on? Was it was it more surf stuff? Was it skate stuff? I don't know. That's such a weird question to me. I, don't, I can't ever answer. It's like I don't know what inspired me. I didn't. I didn't stand on a cliff's edge and say, "Gosh, look at this stuff." Yeah. You know, I just went. I just painted because I wanted to paint. Just because I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. It was there was nothing that inspired me. I just did it because I was doing something and I liked it and it looked cool to me. And, you know what I mean? When I when I started getting into middle school, I, I did it more because I saw like skate brands and I wanted to draw the skate brands because I liked the skate brands and the surf brands. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the way they drew think skateboards. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to draw that. That looks cool the way it's drawn. And But it wasn't like I was doing my own thing. I was just copying everything mm-hmm. at that point. And until I realized I wanted to just do my own thing see artists doing their own thing. I'm like, Oh, they're they're painting their own way. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Just seeing people be people and seeing styles made me think everybody was original. So I needed to have my own originality. You know what I mean? They were probably copying a hundred million things and I didn't even know it. I just thought I need originality. That's, that's what I need. I want to create something no one's creating. So I don't even know what really stems from that inspiration. Mm -hmm. I think I have more of a, of an inspiration now of like, oh, I want to stay a kid. That's my inspiration. My kids. I want to be a kid all my life. Sure. I don't know how what inspiration that is, but that's my own thing because God says, be a child. He told mm-hmm. me to be a child. So it's even more encouraging that God actually said that. So I'm like, well, I can be a kid and that's not an excuse, but that's a great way to live, you know? So, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, an inspiration, you know? I, yeah. I don't know if that is or isn't. Well, I think you bring up a really good point in terms of what you said, even when you started to draw, and that was that you kind of just directly copied what you saw in front of you. And so, man, like that's a really easy parallel for us to even think about when it comes to mentoring and investing in the lives of others, because aren't we kind of programmed like to copy kind of what we see around us and what we see ahead of us in terms of those people who are older or that we live life with. And so, all the more reason why I think it's so important that we that we mentor and that we equip and encourage mentors to do, to do their work that way. So, Hey, you also said a really important thing, which you said that it's really freeing. So obviously freedom, be free. I mean, these are some, this is what you're all about, right? That's what I do. (laughs) Yeah. So, So, I mean, just different things like that, that I don't know if they're necessarily inspirations, but I think, I think inspiration is a weird word mm -hmm. to be honest. I think inspiration is a better word to, 
used for like getting fit or or i don't know like encouraging somebody that's what inspiration that word is to me it's like i don't know if i'm inspired like get better at artwork i mean you know like it's not a competition so how do you dissect that mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's not like it can get better but you can do it differently mm-hmm. i don't that's always been a weird word to me i'm like i don't know what inspires me you know yeah. like that's just go put some paint on the wall what do you what are you thinking of the whole time <laughs> you know <laughs> for sure so this idea though of freedom i mean i think that it's pretty integral to artists i think it's important to skaters surfers as well you you, you mentioned the idea of like no one telling you what to do right about it not being really regulated or regimented but instead you could just really be free to like express yourself however you wanted to so yeah. is that what kind of even led you to like like board sports that way is just because you could just do it without um, kind of having to be worked in this this system board sports just kind of came from doing it and putting me on a board i never really had a thought process on it honestly i just thought it, it felt cool it felt good yeah doing it felt amazing and then when i got into the technical side of it i thought wow i want to be able to do that i wanted to i want to be able to manipulate the board i'm seeing them manipulate the board that is interesting i want to figure out how to do all this i wanted the physics of it in my my palm of my hand you know like that was kind of my mindset when i skated and, and surfed it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like a punk attitude like i've seen a lot of that but mm-hmm. it never really was that for me it was just oh i skate it's it's my thing it's my own thing yeah or maybe i can't like maybe it was subconsciously a punk thing or a hey i'm doing something nobody else is doing kind of thing but obviously i was in another box yeah so everybody was doing it so teenage you know? teenage gabriel like what kept you from did you play sports in school no i skated and served that's okay, it that was it are you are you from Galveston originally uh, no, I was just raised here. I'm from Houston. Okay. I was born in Houston. Gotcha. Well, certainly makes sense to where that you live in Galveston now. It seems like everything that you do, and I'll say this as well, it feels like from my vantage point, and I've always kind of felt this way, is like, you're just good at stuff. You're just one of those guys that's that's good at things. Is that, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's coming from a guy who like has to work at things really, really hard because <laughs> I'm not good <laughs> at stuff. I'm not a natural at things, but. Okay. Right. And I'm, I, yeah, man, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm used to it. Almost 50 years going strong of just working really hard at things to be as mediocre as possible. So. <laughs> I'm sure you're great at things. Good about stop putting yourself down. <laughs> oh man, it's my, it's my thing. So Gabriel, tell me this, man. Let's talk a little bit about maybe not those who inspired in you, but tell me something about somebody who, who invested in you. You know, whether it's you have these different facets of your life, you have obviously your faith, which, which is overriding. It touches every part of your of you. But, you know, at the same time, an artist, an athlete, a community member, you know, a husband, a dad, all of these things are kind of informed by others, right? So maybe take us back. Who Who is somebody in your life that, that mentored you well, that invested in you? Um, that's a good, that's a great question. She just pulled the foil out and we have like this. Much. Oh man, I hate when you find four inches of foil left. <laughs> that was like, that's why she started laughing. Uh, that's a great question because I've had lots of mentors that I didn't realize some of them were mentors to me. I was doing artwork at home in high school, like really doing it, like focused on it. And nobody was telling me to do it. And I was just like, oh, this is so fun. It works like this. And this is working because this works. And these colors look good. And I was figuring out color combinations and theories. And, and my, one of my art teachers, found figured that out and she asked me she said are you doing artwork at home that's awesome 
And I was like, yeah, I can't get enough of it. And she's, that's amazing that you're actually doing it. No, not a lot of people do that in high school. They just, I mean, sure. I was hanging out, skating and everything, but I was, I was like focused for hours at my house outside of school. And she just kind of encouraged it and gave me ideas and gave me advice and kind of helped me figure out the future. And I mean, I, I, towards the end, I was just like, wow, this, this teacher's really helping me. This is awesome. And her name is Miss Moore. She was really, she was really a big help. She still works at Ball High and she was just a huge help. And at one point I remember I was in welding one and the second year I went to welding two and my second year. I said, man, I don't want to do any of this stuff. I want to do a sculpture. Like I really want to do a sculpture. And the, the next year there was another teacher and he was really mean. He was just mean. I don't know why. He was always negative about everything. And he said he could find the bad in it. And I was just like, man, I looked him in the face one time and I said, you're really mean. And he's just like, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. And he just started going off on me. I was like, man, this guy is just rude. And so he was just like this character in my head that I was just like, man, this guy's like a mad cartoon character. And I remember he wanted us to make barbecue pits. And I thought, I am not going to make a barbecue pit. I don't even barbecue. I just, I, and I told him, Hey, I want to make a sculpture. And he's like, what, what is that? No, you're not doing that. Mm. And all this stuff. And I went and I, and I went and told the teacher, not right after I, I didn't go tattletale or something, but I was, I was telling the teacher about it. And I was like, man, I really want to make a sculpture and welding class. I wonder if they, they would let us do that. And she said, what? They should definitely let you do that. And I'm like, really? Like I was just, I was just kind of talking to her. I wasn't like going and I didn't even know that was a thing that I could do in high school. And she went down, she said, tell them that you're going to do a sculpture for me, for the class, for your like end of the year thing. And I was like, what? That'd be awesome. And I did it. And I spent six months in that class, senior year, working on a sculpture. And I made this giant six foot flower and it impressed the teacher, him. I didn't make it to impress anybody, but it impressed him so much that he allowed, he allowed sculptures in the class. And I was like, wow, I can't believe teacher helped me like make an impact on this guy that yeah. this teacher was mad about everything. And she was just a big help in that. And, and it kind of, it helped me figure out more things. Actually this past summer, I got to get back into welding again. It was a blast. I loved it. Uh, and I made a seven foot banana for an art show that I did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, my wife was in a, my wife was in a business. I was, my wife was in a meeting that, that week. And I was like, what are your husband? What's your husband up to? What, what is he doing? And then she was like, oh, he's making a seven foot banana. And they're like, what the heck? What does I that, that mean? I not only want to name <laughs> no, this podcast episode, seven foot banana, but also I want us to form a band and it, and called it seven foot banana as well. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> really? You did? No, no. I'm saying oh. that we should. Dude, that's hilarious. So Gabriel, so it just kind of like a, it was a good effect from like past and future, you know. Like yeah, I got back into it, and I yeah, I just a friend up that does welding sculptures for a living, and he he kind of like tutored me again. He was like, "Here," I was like, "Man, I'm soaking this up. I love doing this, but I want to re know how to do all this again." And yeah, I actually want to do more of those. But that was that was one mentor that was just very effective. It's still affecting me, you know. Like somebody that said, "Well, I'll just talk to them," and when she said that, I think of that now, and I'm like. Well, yes and no. Those are the only answers. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Who cares if the person's rude or mean? Like, I'll just go see if what's the case. Some, something could change their mind. Yeah. So their character is so twisted or whatever, or going against the grain. That's just an effect that, that gives you a confidence, you know, like more confidence to think, well, why not try? You know, why not try this? Try that. You yeah. know, like with people, that's yeah. a big deal with people and in general. 
And then I, and then I got out of high school and I, I, I started working at a, the church that I was going to, it was Island Church. And because the pastor had reached out to me and he said, hey, I want you to, I want you to come work with us. I don't know, just come work. Because he knew a lot of the same people that I did, the older crowd that he grew up with. And he like, he knew them back in the 70s. And he was like, oh man, they're still doing the same stuff. You need to come hang out with us. Come work with us. Come work at the church. I'll give you a job. And I was like, go to college too? He's like, yeah, I'll let you go to college and work and I'll give you, give you time to go to college. And I was like, cool. All right. And my brother was going to do it. But then he like, he wanted to go do something else after that. He was like, I don't really want to do that. And I just stuck, I stuck there for a long time. And his brother was the one I really worked with, which he was like the assistant pastor, I guess, Alan. And I just kind of hung out. They didn't, they didn't say, this is what we're going to do. You better down. It wasn't, it wasn't really like a mentorship or apprenticeship. It was just, Hey, be present. You know, be here, listen, watch, pay attention. And, and the whole time I was doing that, I was learning how to love people. I was learning how to forgive people. I was learning how to forgive myself. I was learning that Christ did so much more than just save me. He set me free from sin and death and, and just different things like that. And I just watched, I watched Alan always going and serving. And I thought that that's something that's so, and I was there with him. I always go there with him and I was praying. We'd go to the hospital, just different things like that. And we just, I just watched him for 12 years, about 12, 11, 12 years. And I watched just different things. You know, I I paid attention Mm -hmm. and he might have not known that, but he was, he knew he was leading an example and not necessarily saying, Hey, I'm leading the example. He was just being him. It wasn't a, it wasn't a for show thing. It was just somebody loving Christ and somebody watching somebody love Christ right up close. I mean, I, I did everything with him. I went to his house and ate dinner with them. And I, I, we did all kinds of, we serve, he serves. So we serve, he fishes. So I fished with him, kind of stuff with him. And to this day, I even, I support his ministry. He's a, he's a traveling minister. Mm. He goes to Nicaragua a lot. Cool. So, I mean, in, in one part of it, I, I went to Nicaragua a lot with them when they, when I first started there. And then we didn't go to Nicaragua for like a few years. And I'm like, why don't we, we need to go on mission trips. We need to go do something. I had this momentum that was gone from their end on at a certain place. Nicaragua was on my heart. And so I remember we went to this conference and there was, it was a missions conference and there was these missionaries from Nicaragua and God said, give whatever you have in your pocket to that mission. And I had like 60 bucks. I was like, oh, that's a lot of money. I just, it was a lot of money to me. And I was like, well, I'll give you all the six. Here's this, here's the $60. And I, I gave it to them. And I, oh my gosh, thank you. We didn't expect that. We just, we just want you to have a newsletter. And so I, from then on, God told me, start supporting them. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll start supporting them. And that turned into a mission trip, like a couple years down the road where, and, and no one knew them from my church. I had just met them and I saw Nicaragua and I was like, wow, that's cool. I want to, I want to support Nicaragua, people that are going to Nicaragua. And then they, then they asked me, they said, Hey, do you want to come down here and do a few days or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. And she was like, uh, Ed and Jenny is their name. They're the Vine and the Branch Ministries. And I was like, yeah, I do. And so one of my good friends was like, Hey, what you, I was talking to him about, it. he's like, Hey, let's go down there. Let's go, let's go on a mission trip. And I was like, that'd be awesome. Let's go. And then my sister was like, in the, in the same area. She was like, y'all are going to go on a mission trip. Can I go? And I was like, yeah, let's all three go. And so we three went to that. And I asked them a church and I said, yeah, yeah, you can go down there on a mission trip. That's cool. And I went, we went down there for like, I think it was like a week. And man, they pulled everything out of us because we were, 
we were talking to everybody. They were like, here, you're going to talk to these people mm. at this church. Hey, you're going to talk on the radio, but there's nobody there. You're just going to talk into a microphone. I was like, oh, this is interesting. So we're just sitting in, sitting at the chair talking to the microphone. And that was fun, actually. I liked that. It was like, it was like less pressure, honestly. Mm-hmm. All three of us, just, they were just pulling everything out of us. But it was, it was really good for us because we hadn't really been in that type of an environment. None of us really had. And, and then when we came back, the whole youth group wanted to go to Nicaragua. And, and, and when we went to the youth group, when Alan came, came with us and he met them and they hit it off. And since then he's been going to Nicaragua. That's been his main connection. And it's been awesome to see that I was just this little stepping stone for God to carry them back to Nicaragua. You know what I mean? Like no all kidding. I, all I did was have a desire to go on this mission trip. That's mm-hmm. it. And then, Sure, faithful to support, but all I did was watch my mentors, and they were faithful in giving, and they were faithful in supporting people. Because sure, the gospel it needs money to be reach people. You know, you need money to go places. God's not going to throw out hundreds out of the air. You know, I mean, that would be pretty awesome, but that's not going to happen. Just being faithful, and that was kind of the case. I talked to Alan pretty much all the time. He lives in Galilee. He lives like four blocks from me. It's funny that I live right down the road from him. But he's been a mentor to me and, and he knows it. I've told him that. And I've, yeah. I've, I just appreciate it. When you appreciate it, you really, when you're supporting it, that appreciation, it's not even like it's money anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, a, it's not even a bill. It's just like, oh, I got to go give this to him. Oh, I got to go support this. And, and the same with the, that ministry in Nicaragua. It's the same for them. I'm like, I see their newsletters and, and I, see th- I see what's happening. And for you too, man. I see what's happening with you. And that's awesome to see that. You see fruit. When you see fruit, mm-hmm. see that avocado? And that can preach right there. That's it, man. <laughs> Seriously, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but you get hungry. You, 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 you want to do more. You want to be able to give more. That's inspiration right there. Yeah, for sure. That's the definite inspiration. You see that fruit, you want to go after it, you know? And I think that's just special. That's mentorship is, is amazing. It's discipleship at its finest, you know, that's, that's Mm -hmm. all this to do is disciple people. You know, I got to disciple these little girls Mm -hmm. and it's a learning experience and it takes years and years and years and I'm still learning and learning and learning. And actually the other day he he invited me, he was like, Hey, would you be willing to go to Nicaragua again? I'm like, maybe so. I mean, my wife wants to go on a mission trip. She's never been on a mission trip actually. Oh, that would be awesome. Not, you know, the, the mission trips we do. In the states, yes, I mean, yes, it's good. It's needed always. Yes, but it's good to get out of the country too. That's nothing yeah, wrong with that. One hundred percent. So, Gabriel, what uh, I really appreciate—I uh, obviously re- I appreciate everything that you share—but to to hear about Alan and just that kind of ministry of like accessibility, right? He just opened up his yeah. life to you for—I mean, over a decade. You really were there, just kind of gleaning from him and learning what it meant to be a Christ follower, yeah. and I'm sure a husband, and and just oh yeah, learning from his life. Yeah, it's a, it's interesting. I, I appreciate it. I'm not I'm not doing the same things I was when we were working together, but I can still see the fruit in his life. You know, I can still see what's happening. You know, it's like I'm not up close anymore with him and hanging out and doing everything. But I like I own a house now and I'm married and I have kids and now I recognize the things that I saw in him in my life now. Like well, like what you're saying. But now I'm like, oh, wow, I can, I got to apply these things here now. Like I have never been in this stage of my life, not until the past couple of years ago. I mean, and now it's even more because it's like, oh, now I'm having a kid. So I was like, or right, now I'm having a, we got a baby on the way. And it's like, wow, 
things that are saturated in me that I've never even picked up. You know what I mean? Like sure. I've never even, I've never even touched that, and mm-hmm. they're still there. Mm-hmm. It's like that nutrient that's still like, all right, when are you going to pick me up and 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 use these nutrients? You know, like it's interesting, like like a tool that you're like, wow, I can't wait to use that, mm-hmm. but you ain't going to use it for another 10, 20 years. And it's just interesting because that really far mentorship goes so much further than the year of or the week of that you hang out and that even the the next five years you you probably won't even see anything it's like now you know and i haven't we haven't worked together in six or seven years i think it's six been six years since we've actually worked together and that's that's been a long time Hmm. but it's it's just powerful what what mentorship has done for me you know really Hmm. just subconscious mentorship you know it wasn't like a a mentorship i signed up for or a label on it but just following somebody that loves people because they love god and they love themselves and they're faithful that's it they're faithful meaning they know their heart is ready for what god's going to do whenever god says something or whenever god's doing something or like hey go go love on that person go give that person a hug they don't even know who you are, you know, or whatever, you know, it, sometimes God's wild like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No kidding. And it's that, and it's that being available and, and open and ready. Being available. Yeah. Yeah. Being available. That's, that's huge. That's, that's one of the biggest things I learned actually. That's perfect. Well said being yeah. available. For sure. Uh, well, I think you also make a really good point too, to say sometimes we can overthink our programming and say, well, okay, I'm your mentor, you're my mentee, and we will sure. meet at this time, and this is what I will share, and I need to be prepared. And although that's really important because we do want to be intentional, sure. Gabriel, I think that you really raise a good point, which is just to say there is so much being learned outside of what we can kind of think that we're teaching. And so all the more reason to just kind of understand that this is, is it's an organic relationship. It certainly should be intentional, but also the Lord is going to speak through so many things and just being available and just being open to communicate well and to answer questions and, and just kind of living your life out in front of your mentee is, is really the way to go. I think before I went in, those are, those are awesome. That's an awesome way to put it. I think before I started working at that church and, and just kind of like really understand what I was and is, I had a mindset that I thought I knew what and who God was and, and, how we're supposed to act at church and how we're supposed to do everything. And, you know, I, I had, I had this like religious mindset and I wasn't even really that close to God yet. Even I was barely even like starting to have a relationship. And I already had this religious mindset because I saw how they lived and I'm like, Oh, y'all laugh and hang out. This is, this is regular living. This is a, a religious thing. You know, it was, it was interesting to, to like that first year or two, I was like, wow, I'm the most religious person here. And I'm not even, I'm not even really like that. I haven't even been in this game that long or been knowing God that long. And I'm, and they've known God for forever. It felt like, cause they were, they were 25, 30 years older than me. And I was like, oh, well, Jesus is normal. I had a better picture of who Jesus is because they gave a good example. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the world sees. Do we give a good example of who Jesus is? Are we relaxed? Are we constantly worried or you know what i mean like where where is our example like can can we be down to earth a little you know can we relax can we or are we always uptight about everything oh that person just cussed ah you know like is it and i watch i watch the chosen now even more because i love it because i because he gives me like a visual of like 
wow, Jesus is laughing and joking and gosh, how like normal is this? Like this isn't some crazy religious experience. It's it's a life experience, you know? So it's just interesting to see the 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 changes in yourself and in just what happens whenever you realize the big picture. Don't be so close-minded, I guess. That's a, that's a big deal. That was that's kind of what I was getting to in a nutshell. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like be free. It's about being free. That's what it really is. <laughs> that you know, really sums it up right there. You you know, anybody will, will look at your I mean, goodness, now's probably the time, Gabriel, when I say so people need to find I, I want people to see your your artwork because it's beautiful. And I mean I'm sitting even now, right now. You want people what? as I'm sitting here in my studio, on the other side of this wall is one of your mur- murals. Oh yeah, the skate park. The that's right. Pipe. That's right. And then right here on this wall. Is that the half pipe? It is. And so you were so gracious to come and, nice. and you did the you did the free indeed there. And then yeah. I'm looking at two of your pieces here, one that I purchased from you, one that my wife purchased oh, from yeah. you. And it's it's the Porsche 356 and it's the yes. Volkswagen Beetle. And so I get to look at your work each and every day and it just awesome. gives there's just such positive energy to it. You know, and that's, I think, the truth of all your work. So people can go to gabrielpressmac.com. Is that correct? That's your website. It's just my, my first and last name. That's right. And they can also look you up on Instagram as well and find your work there. And we're going to put that in the web. We're going to put that in the episodes caption as well. So people can click on that because I really just want people to enjoy who you are. And I think that you, you produce such wonderful kind of life-giving, you know, you, you love colors and the way that you, that God really creates through you is, is a beautiful thing to see for me. So that's, that's just one of the things that I enjoy whenever I see your, your stuff kind of pop up on my feed. It's always, it's just always a blessing. Right on. That's awesome. I I think just having childlike faith and like I said in the beginning, just being, being like a kid, man, that's, I, I learned from my kids. I mean, they, I learned from my kids, but I also learned from just watching people. Like it's interesting when, when, when you see your kid get hurt and they're like, ah, I messed up. Ah. And then five seconds later, like laughing about something else. I'm like, what just happened? Wait, what? <laughs> they're like, this is so easily like changed, you know, just, we can easily just switch, switch to something else and, and like get over stuff easier and get through stuff easier. Sure. There's some things we got to work out, but it's, it's just good to remind yourself like, man, just be like a kid, like play again, you know, like live, play, you know, do things, even if it's five minutes and, and be silly, you know, we forget that stuff. And it's just something that's, I just see the girls doing that all the time and that's fun, but I do, I can do that too. You know, we can all do that. We can all have fun like that. And and God wants that. That's that. That's the thing that I had to learn a lot of when I was when I was saying that. I was just saying that I had to like free myself from myself. You know, like mm-hmm. wow, I got to get out of my hell here because I need to learn to play again. This is this is I get too serious, or you get too one track minded, or tunnel vision of something. You know, and right. everybody does. And we have to remind ourselves. And I write "Be Free" everywhere because it's my sticky note that I write for myself. Literally, I, I put it everywhere so that it reminds me. <laughs> and I write it everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's just a reminder. Like God said, to "Be free right now." I remember I was doing a mural. This was like this was like two and a half weeks ago, and the mural is called "Love Is an Ocean," and and it's about a guy 
in a the old submarine or the old uh, scuba like tank, diving mask, or the big mm-hmm. the big scuba tank. Right. And on on it, it it says "Lost in Love." It says "Lost in Love," but it looks like he carved it with a knife, like he's in survival almost. Mm-hmm. But he's lost in love, and he and he has a, he has his hand out, and his hand is giving out a bubble that has a heart. And and I'm doing all this, and I'm almost done with it. And I got all irritated in my head because somebody asked, came up and drove and said some stupid thing to me, like, you missed the spot or some goofy thing. And I'm just like, ah, that's so irritating. I don't even feel like here. I'm like, like, that's the cheesiest thing in my head. And I look down and I, and I look at it and it says lost in love. And I'm just like, I gotta love this person. I can't sit here and get mad at them because they just said a cheesy thing. And I'm just in my head being serious, forgetting what I'm even painting. You know, while you're doing something, you're like, wait, the whole big picture is that I have to love people. Like that's the whole point of the painting is you're lost in love because you're, you're, you're up in love that you're loving every possible thing that you forget yourself and it's complete selfless love like Jesus. That's the whole point of that, 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 that idea of Jesus being in you, you know, that, or not the idea, the action of Jesus being in you is more of an idea in you. Obviously you're not going and dying, but you know what I mean? There were martyrs. But I'm just saying, like, in the day we live in, here in America, you know, we're not martyrs, but, you know, we're like, we have to be those people. We have to be lost in love. We have to be sacrificial and die to ourselves every day to love people and to go after people. You know, we're so caught up in Christ that we're so lost in. We're lost. We're gone, you know? And in the next and in the next part of that painting, there the image, he's underwater in the first part, and the next water's just going through him and that's the other part that's like oh it's it's almost like oh he's gone you know like he's it's like lost in the sauce kind of a kind of a flavor and it's just interesting like while you're doing something like that you're like ah you're getting mad at people (laughs) you know it's like this like goofy moment in in my head like wait i'm doing this whole thing for a reason why am i getting mad you know and i don't know i just thought i'd throw that out there. And I just, well, I, I think know. that's a really incredible perspective because honestly, you know, we all thousands and thousands of people see your work, Gabriel, like, and they get to be blessed by it. And it's, it's really cool for you to be able to share a little bit of insight to say, even in the process of creating something so beautiful, you know, and so whimsical or something that's just kind of so about God's goodness and his creativity, right? Because he's a creative sure. creator, but even in the process, you kind of have to deal with that, right? Like you have to be reminded yeah. of like, oh, okay, Lord, I have to be patient. I have to be kind. And, you know, it's all the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have all that fruit. And it's, 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 it just reminds you of like, wow, we're so tiny. What, what, what are we like? You know, it, you come back to, you come back and you're thinking, you're like, wow, the whole reason is this, is to love people. That's mm-hmm. it. Yes. Well, I'm going to draw a parallel as we wrap up, Gabriel. And that is the fact that I I truly believe, obviously, and I don't have to make this a really big theory or anything because it's too obvious, but you are in this really special place in our world and that God has called you to make the world a more special place. Like you get to be, you get to take a brick wall and you get to make it beautiful, right? And so... I appreciate you. I want you to continue to just find work everywhere. And I would love nothing more than to go into any city in this country and find a Gabriel up on the wall, yeah. right? Because that's you cool. bring such joy and and you, and again, you just, that's why I personally want to look at your work each and every day. Oh, that's um, awesome, man. So let me make this connection to our listeners, mentors. I truly believe that you're doing the same thing, that you have the potential to make this world a better place and a more beautiful place and a more creative place. Just as Gabriel shared, it's about understanding that we should have a childlike faith. Our mentees 
obviously very often get to remind us of that. And so have fun with your mentees, if nothing else, you know, if you're just going to go out instead of maybe having that three point sermon that you wanted to present them with that day, what if after that you guys go out and just play football for a little bit, okay? Yeah. Or draw or paint or just do something silly. So be, be mindful of that. No kidding. <laughs> but but you guys, we, we champion you because you are also part of God's redemption story of his redeeming this earth and making it like it is in heaven. And so as you build those relationships, remember that you are also a skilled craftsman and an artist and you get to share your life just as Gabriel shared, just being able to be accessible and just being able to say, hey, would you like to go to the store with me? And who knows, conversations happen, great things get remembered years, years past. And one day you may be a part of being able to have someone who does great things for the Lord and all because you just invested in them and shared your life with them. Gabriel, I want to say so. I want to say thank you for joining me today, and it was cool to let me kind of hang out and watch supper getting made. I bet it's probably time to enjoy that with your family. <laughs> Blessings for you, my friend. Man, I mean, I'm so glad to know even recently being married. Gosh, being a dad and going to be a dad for the third time coming up pretty soon. Oh my goodness! So, so thankful to have you as a friend. And yeah, likewise. Yeah, just thankful to know that you you're in the world. John, I really do. I appreciate what you're doing too, man. That's, that's, let's just go back to that's inspiring to me that you, what you do is inspiring to me, mentoring kids. Right on. Helping people to become mentors is even bigger. That's leaving a legacy right there. That's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Well, Listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, you can check out Gabriel Pressmack's work on his website, through Instagram. And you know what? Give me a call. I'll, I'll share his info with you. I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give you a cell number. How about that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I don't laughs> we want to remind you that you can mentor. Yeah.